0: But now I'm here to tell you about a remarkable new invention. Until now, this was the only way to get juice from an orange. You mean there's a better way? But that's all changed thanks to the juice loosener. Let's meet the inventor, Dr. Nick Riviera. Hello, Troy. Hi, everybody.
1: Hi, Dr. Nick.
0: Troy, would you like a glass of orange juice? I sure would. But won't we have to pay those outrageous grocery store prices for something the farmer probably spit in? Not anymore. All thanks to the new Juice Mousseau.
1: So if Internet of Shit had a podcast, (laughs) this would probably be their topic this week too.
0: Yeah. I mean, so on the plus side, this is more... Just ridiculous and less infuriating, not uninfuriating. There are many aspects to this story
1: that are infuriating, but
0: not compared to the other topics
1: that were under consideration. Yeah. So we're talking about the Juicero $400 marked down from $700 <laughs> uh, yeah. juice press, which takes these pouches that look like a blood bag that are 5 to $8, dollars depending on flavor and your subscription level, and squeezes them with, what, two tons of force or something like that? Yeah. Um, into an eight-ounce glass. And then you have your hippie West Coast Silicon Valley juice. Um, <laughs> yeah. I remember when this was first, like,
0: in the news, really, And I was like, that is the stupidest fucking thing I have ever heard of.
1: Yeah. Um, So the reason this is blowing up in the news now, and by news, I mean, like, um, the articles I'm linking to aren't just tech, but they're like Bloomberg and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It was discovered that these pouches that look disturbingly like blood bags that you hang up like a blood bag um, can be squeezed or... Scrozen, with uh, your bare hands to get juice out of them.
0: Yeah, like not even with a large amount of force. Just give it a squeeze and it'll come right out. I mean, the whole thing, just the the, the very idea, like... Oh, you need more fresh fruits and vegetables in your diet. Okay? Yes, that is true for most Americans, especially poor people who um this is not for uh
1: cuz it god $700 too. Like So th- so yeah, uh, let me interrupt you for a second. Um when all of this hit the fan because you know, it's a joke that this thing is <laughs> they were originally charging $700 to squeeze a bag that can be squeezed with your hands. Um <laughs> Uh, The CEO uh, fired back with, uh, or chairman or whatever he is, with all this stuff. And uh, one of the phrases was, you know, that his life work was really in solving our nation's nutrition and obesity challenges.
0: Fuck off, dude.
1: And now you may resume your rant on juices.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, like, I mean, I was mostly, this is not what you want to do. What you want to do is get your ass to the farmer's market. And buy some fruits and vegetables and then eat them with a minimum of processing. This is like some... its I, The best part was their video uh, rebuttal in which they showed a woman <laughs> cutting open the packet and then taking out its contents and squishing it through her fingers. Like I know that some people were getting off on that because that's a thing. Um, but it's just like you're buying mush that from God knows where, and it's not, it's, it's the opposite of sustainable in pretty much every way.
1: Yeah. So I use a
0: Keurig and I think this is ridiculous.
1: (laughs) I found something that was, uh, that was dated before things went horrible and it just had, um, I think it was Bloomberg again, but you know, just someone, um, reviewing it under like the supervision of someone from the company. And they opened like the kale flavor bag. And of course it's just filled with mushed kale and she tasted it before and after juicing and, you know, commented on how it, you know, didn't taste like food anymore after it had uh, been pressed. But getting at the, uh, like, so the solving the nation's nutrition and obesity challenges, um, Juices are in a class of what I call pre-chewed food. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, and something that we're still trying to figure out the science on just to sort of get numbers out of this is that the calorie counts on something are theoretical maximum amounts of calories that are in a food foodstuff. Um, and, you know, technically there are calories in cardboard, but <laughs> you would pass all of it and not digest any of it. So, you know, the calories you absorb are practically zero. Um, but in the case of these juices, um, it's 100% absorption because the juicer is doing all of your chewing, all of your mouth work. Um, you're not (laughs) holding anything to your face. Like, you know, you're, you have to lift an apple to your face several (laughs) times to eat it. Um, And it's also doing a lot of what your stomach does because it's juicing it. Um, And on top of that, you're not eating the pulp, which is where all the fiber is, which is um, effort for your body to, pardon the pun, chew through.
0: Um,
1: So you're just getting, you know, complete calorie absorption of sugar water. And it's, you know, basically soda at this point. Yeah. You know, Just because it ain't fizzy doesn't mean it's good for you. Yeah, if you had a, a Pepsi and a multivitamin, it wouldn't be the same <laughs> as far as your body's concerned.
0: <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, and like, the, uh, how are you... So- what the, the only problem that this dude is solving with this ridiculous machine is how to part rich people who have too much money from a little bit of their excess of money. Or like if you want to make an investment, but like you want like losses, like you're pretty sure you don't want to um, earn a return on that. You want to write something, off, just throw some money away basically. I don't know. It's very puzzling. And like another aspect of it that's super fun is that the internet of shit part comes into it because the bags like expire so the machine actually has to be connected to Wi-Fi for it to agree to squash the juice out of your packets. Like if, if your network goes down, you just can't have that. Well, you can because you, you can just squish it. it. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, I don't think they built that in as a fail safe.
1: Right. And they allege that the uh, DRMing aspect of this is not about being one of the few startups to actually start off with a business model for Mm. actual income but you know it's it's about well you know like there was that spinach incident a couple years ago and now they would be able to remotely kill all the spinach uh containing bags if there was problematic spinach
0: will they refund you your money for the problematic spinach containing bags i mean i don't care you bought a 400 hundred dollar thing that squishes (laughs) for you (laughs) so you can obviously stand the loss of $40 worth of spinach sacks, but...
1: I don't know how much this thing weighs, but uh, they are, you know, giving full refunds but not shipping. Huh. So, you know, if you're reading all of this and are infuriated and have squoze in the bag yourself, (laughs) uh, you can send it back for your $400, but I also think this thing weighs as much as a cheese grater Mac Pro. Um, And those, if you've looked at them on eBay, um, have, like, sixty one hundred dollars of shipping depending <laughs> on the speed you want
0: yeah it's so it's so weird like i mean it's not even cheaper than just going to jamba juice and i have no reason to suppose that the ingredients are fresher it's so it's just absurd yeah. every everywhere you turn there's another ridicularity
1: yeah uh, and at least a uh, jamba juice or like doing it yourself you could at least opt to mix in some pulp and get some actual nutrition out of it. Right. Or, you know, you could buy something from V8 or Dole, which will come in a pouch for, Mm. like, 15 cents an ounce.
0: You're allowed to squeeze that one.
1: (laughs) Yep, it's designed for it.
0: (laughs) I feel like this is sort of the pinnacle of white male mediocrity. It's a really dumb idea, solving a non-existent problem for rich people who extra don't have that problem. Like, okay, so I guess the problem that he claims that he wants to solve is, is legitimate. Uh, the nutrition one, not the I hate fat people one. Um,
1: if that were the case, then they would just be serving the bags. Yeah. Because there's nutrition left in there and it's unpalatable once you squeeze it. Yeah. So you would Ser- just be eating the bag as a salad. <laughs>
0: Serve it with a spoon. <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. So you're right. This, this is, you know, like the pinnacle of like white male Silicon Valley, uh, venture capitalist, just nonsense. And yeah. because this applies to everything, Simpsons did it. Doctor, are you
0: sure it's on? I can't hear a thing. It's We Quiet!
1: Right. Um, so that was a really old episode from the nineties where, um, On a um, Maka TV show, uh, Troy McClure is hosting I Can't Believe They Invented It. (laughs) And Dr. Nick puts an entire bag of oranges in this obnoxiously loud machine. (laughs) (laughs) And a drop of orange juice comes out. To which he exclaims, you got that from a whole bag of oranges?
0: Yeah. Or or, or,
1: no, you got all that juice from only one bag of oranges?
0: Yeah, I do wonder um, what goes into the making. I mean, that is... One of the things that like, so I really like naked juice because it's delicious. Um, And one of the things that they tend to brag about on the bottle is that there's like five pounds of of fruit and vegetables in each bottle. And I'm like, that seems kind of wasteful. Yeah. And the bottle certainly doesn't weigh 10 pounds. (laughs) No. (laughs) It's like the tiniest bottle and it's it's like much like these things. It's like five bucks, but it it is delicious. So I, I buy it anyway, but like. I, I, not because I think I'm making a good decision. If you that's I think it's a 2.5 serving bottle or something ridiculous like that. Yeah. And- oh, man, that reminds me. I uh, one of my coworkers was on a diet. This was like back in the early like maybe 2006 or so when my coworkers was on a diet and he was like cutting out soda and we went someplace and he was getting like this bottle of apple juice. And I was like, you know that's got a ton of calories in it, right? And he looks and he looks at the label and reads it, and he's like, "No, it's only a hundred or something like that." And I'm like, "How many servings is that?" <laughs> <laughs> he he was uh, cutting out the Pepsi and drinking 300 calories of apple juice instead. So
1: that's potentially higher than the Pepsi, depending on what size he was drinking as well.
0: Yeah, <laughs> it's not. It wasn't like a healthy decision. But at least, you know, he could have that without having to buy a $400 machine to squash it for. Right. I mean, at least if you use your own blender, like if you buy some apples and you put them in a blender, maybe you want to do that thing where you core them first with one of those neat devices that like to break a lot um, that wedges them for you.
1: My grandma has one, but you know, it's a hundred years old, so that one still works. Yeah, that but, one's gonna work forever. But good luck trying to buy one.
0: The middle of mine will eventually embed itself in my apple and the handle part will come off, and then I will have a murder <laughs> apple. But uh Well, maybe
1: you can get a four hundred dollar press to help you with that.
0: That's true, maybe. Maybe they'll make that into and it'll it'll lift two Teslas. <laughs> it'll yeah. apply two Teslas of force, which is uh not a real unit. Um Well, actually, it might be a unit of electricity.
1: Oh, Tesla's. um, Yes, they are a thousand gauss there for magnetism.
0: Okay, right. It's something. It's some real thing that this does not is not. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's very not. It's nothing. There's nothing scientific about this. It's it's a lot of engineering to get it to squish really. I guess it squishes pretty evenly or something. I don't know.
1: Incidentally, (laughs) uh, it's not even done with some sort of, you know, magnets or fancy um, electronics. It is gear-driven. Man, so... so... It's like, you know, just a mundane off-the-shelf electric motor in there, and it's just geared to have enough torque to do that. It's not even like they made, you know, like some fancy electric motor for it. Hmm. Yeah, no, it is boring. Uh, It probably, you know, was seven hundred dollars just because it's designy and oh my god all the people comparing it to something that johnny ive would make it's like (laughs) people that don't follow apple like oh my god anything that's minimalist isn't johnny ive-esque no it's it's (sighs) ugly it kind of looks more like it belongs in a bathroom maybe
0: yeah i don't know like it's some kind of super towel presser or something to get really sharp creases in your towels when you fold them which nobody wants
1: well, I'd like them to be warm and dry.
0: Yeah, that would. Th- yeah, if it applied heat and pressure to like squeeze water out of towels, that would be something.
1: Yeah, that would be useful.
0: Sort sort of <laughs> comparatively. <laughs> if if it like let you uh, heat and squeeze any towel, not just
1: ones who whose barcodes it <laughs> right <recognized> DRM towels <laughs> upon connecting to the internet. <laughs> you know they're trying to be you know like. Keurig or well basically the comparison just is Keurig and they try to defend themselves with you know all the ways that people circumvent Keurig's DRM to either make their robots use off-brand cups or other ways to uh, you know use a cup but like first of all those are feats of engineering by the consumers yeah <laughs> they're not just squeezing them <laughs> <laughs>
0: Yeah, like if if I try to, if I squeeze, no matter how hard I squeeze my K-cups, unless and until even, like, I can't pour boiling water through it. I need some kind of pump, and I basically need a Keurig, and I use one, and it's terrible for the environment, but, you know, whatever.
1: Yeah, but, I mean, at least, you know, you get a shipment of a ton of those.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, so at least... I buy them
0: by the 40.
1: Yeah. And they don't expire in eight days.
0: (laughs) No, (laughs) that's pretty crazy. Eight days. I mean, wow, that is not
1: very long. Right. So their factory is just taking the food, putting it in the blender for like N minus one seconds that you would do yourself at home. Yeah. Putting it in their large bag and sending it to you immediately. Um, and eight days is also like I'm pretty sure that you know I had like a bag of baby carrots that lasted like three weeks.
0: Yeah, with refrigeration, <laughs> which we
1: have now. Yeah,
0: you're, and like apples last practically forever, especially if you're blending them, or I suppose juicing them, or pieing if you, them, if you, especially if you're pieing them. But if you're juicing them,
1: well, yeah, so. So a lot of foods like um, like apple cider are you know or uh, jams and jellies are products of preservation methods. Like people didn't just make cider because it was fun and alcoholic. It's because that's right. how you keep apples through the winter. Is you make something that's naturally fairly resistant to bacteria. The same thing with jam. Jam is a fairly anaerobic environment because it's so dense. Mm. Um, and of course, it's delicious, but. Yeah, like, juicing was, you know, a method of preservation, and this manages <laughs> to defeat it on all fronts.
0: Yeah, that's actually true. And you can't even, like, so even if you were a weirdo who owned a juicer, and you you could buy, like, a ton of apples and miscellaneous, you could actually juice things into ice cube trays and freeze those if you wanted to. Um, or
1: you which, could just properly package it. <laughs> yeah. You know, you don't need to fill it with potassium benzoate or whatever they use as a preservative. You... They use preservatives? No, they don't, which is why okay. it lasts for 72 hours.
0: Well, that's true. I. It seems, yeah, it just seems like a bad proposition in every possible way. I mean, you're increasing the carbon footprint of your ridiculous product that's incredibly wasteful and isn't good for you.
1: Yeah. And I read that these bags are quote unquote recyclable but like first Mm -hmm. of all in most states i know california there's like eight bins and each one is a different thing but um here in jersey food stuff does not touch your recyclables like you're supposed to wash them and like stuff like pizza boxes aren't considered recyclable cardboard um, so this pouch that's still filled with kale, like, I don't care <laughs> if it has a number three on it, you know, Are you like, going to rinse it out. The recycling center is just going to toss it when they get it. Um, and on top of that, like, let's not forget that recycling is the third tier of what you're supposed to do in reduce, reuse, <laughs> recycle. You're supposed to avoid plastics if you can reuse them if you absolutely could and then finally just recycle them so they don't end up in a landfill you know it's like the least you could do hmm.
0: yeah i don't know what you're gonna use a <laughs> juice pouch full of pre-masticated plant glop i mean
1: which now tastes like wood because you took all the water out of it
0: yeah i mean i don't really <laughs> care what it tastes like except insofar as it's incredibly wasteful like you're right, throwing away a lot of the good parts and just
1: if the appeal of this is that there's no messy setup or cleanup, then that means you're just tossing the pouch and you're not, you know, taking its contents to the compost heap, yeah. and moving its plastic to the proper bin.
0: You know how hard it is to clean a blender. You put a squirt of Dawn in there, like a little squirt, really a couple of drops. You put some water in there. You stick it back on its motor. You blend for like- <laughs> right. Five seconds, dump it out, rinse, done. Even I can handle that, and I'm really lazy.
1: Yeah, and blender technology is, you know, pretty advanced these days. You can get Internet of Shit blenders if you want to.
0: Ugh, why? What do they do? What value proposition? I don't know, I'm I'm assuming. I mean, I know that (laughs) there probably is a thing like that, and I... What is there, uh, uh, <laughs> like an e-ink screen where you select margarita and it precision blends your margarita on high for however many seconds it takes. That's how you make things in
1: a blender. Oh, my God. Well, you picked a bad example there because there is the margaritaville.
0: That's true. It's the whole <laughs> device. I think my father-in-law might own one of those, but I think it might have been a gift.
1: Yeah, and I don't think those are DRM'd yet. <laughs>
0: Which is surprising because I think all of that, like margarita, all of that branding around Right. Uh, it's, what's a, it's a
1: Margaritaville packet that you put in there. Ugh. <laughs>